Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. You're tuned and listening to United to the Most here on WWVU FM Morgantown 91.7. This is the Cinematic Odyssey. It's been uh been a week. Well, we didn't we didn't make an episode last week, but because uh, it was spring break, you know, taking a time off. Um, but yeah, this week uh, we're covering a film that kind of went under the radar that year in two thousand seven. Considering that There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men came out the same year. Although thematically and aesthetically, it's kind of within the same frame of reference. Uh, a Western film, um, which both the other films I mentioned are sort of within that lane. Um, yeah, I saw this just on a whim last week, or actually two weeks ago. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. You got you got uh Brad Pitt as Jesse James. Oh yeah, the name of the film. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Rob by the coward Robert Ford. That's the name of the film. Um yeah, you got Jesse James played by Brad Pitt, and then oh Casey Affleck played by or no. Yeah, Casey Affleck plays uh Robert Ford. <laughs> I'm sick, bro. You take control. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Sam Rockwell's in it. Paul yep. Schneider, who I only knew for a few his short stint on Parks and Recreation. So it was nice to see him like acting in a different, any different um work. Uh Jeremy yeah. Renner, Zoe yep. Deschanel is in like the last five minutes, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of weird to me, a little bit. A little Just, cameo. Uh, yeah, a little cameo. It was just a little, you know. Oh, by the way, she's also in the movie. But um, now I I saw this incredibly recently, like less than twenty four hours as of this recording ago. And the great thing about you know watching more film and getting exposed to more movies and more directors is that I'm I'm forming my habits and I'm forming my thoughts, and I believe. That Andrew Dominic, who directed and adapted this film, is one of my least favorite directors uh, to create. Cause, okay, that's fair. I mean, he's made so what, Blonde, the, this, and then in the past month, I've seen two of his else. two of his works: The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford and Blonde. Blonde, I did not care for, obviously. Um, it is the, I believe the only, or one of the first films that I gave one star to on Letterboxd, and that was because of Ana de Armas's performance, not so much of anything that he did. I believe that, you know, I, I'm of the opinion that it's not that the book is better than the movie, it's that the book is different than the movie. You know, there's, there's all these examples of, you know, wonderful works of art being adapted and also still being brilliant. The Harry Potter movies, they're different from the books, but they're still really good. And it's just a question of preference. Um, you go to the stage, like the movie Legally Blonde spawned a musical version. The musical Legally Blonde is really good, but it's not a perfect retelling of the movie. So if you go into this show watching, hoping for the exact replica of the movie, you're going to be disappointed. But if you put that aside, it's going to be really good. I feel like the best moments of this work, and we got to find a way to shorthand it because I, I'm not saying the full title every single time, um, is the last 20 or so minutes. I It, it power of the dog to me. The, la- the ending, the last 20 or so minutes, I think are the best part oh. of this film. Oh, Okay. In in my opinion. And we okay. and we I and I'd be happy to talk about why. So Tristan, you 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 loved it. You were swept yeah, away. I thought it was amazing. Uh I would say so good that it's worthy of being in the conversation of those other two Titans that came out the same year. Uh that being No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood. I think that this film is like as good as those and uh yeah i'm willing to stand by that i think uh you know for me 
like what was so enrapturing was for one the the cinematography of the film was immensely beautiful uh with like the shots of the wheat fields uh the lighting in certain sequences like with the train pulling up uh towards the beginning of the film that was literally uh Red Dead Redemption 2 literally pulled that shot from this film uh with Jesse standing there in front of the train because uh, yeah in Red Dead 2 there's a there's a you rob a train and that that sequence plays out um, and then also other just uh, the close-ups like the way I don't know the lighting the lighting is brilliant I think the lighting plays so much of a factor into how beautiful the film looks because uh, yeah um, Roger Deakins he was a cinematographer he I mean he's a legend if if you know anything about his work, then you kind of like are expecting uh, a very beautiful looking film. Um, so I'd say that, and then also too, I love the performances from Casey and Brad Pitt. Casey Affleck, I think I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think he's a better actor than his brother Ben Affleck. I don't. Um, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I haven't seen yeah. Ben Affleck to compare. Yeah, Casey, Casey, Casey blows it out of the water. I genuinely think he has the best performance in the whole film. Um, cause the way that he plays off of Jesse, you know, him, him being the, uh, well, Robert Ford idolizing Jesse James from his childhood, his youth, and growing up to kind of view him in a different light. Um, learning more about his like darker side, I guess, with his murders and stuff, his cold, cold killings that he does. Um, and we see a few of those. And then, but also too, at the same time, the dynamic where they both, well, more so Jesse than Robert, where Jesse begins to trust Robert. And then obviously, I mean, the title gives it away. <laughs> Well, this is all reality. This is this all happened in real life. Um, mm. you know, Robert Ford kills Jesse James basically in cold blood, essentially because Robert was scared that Jesse was going to kill him, which, in the sequence that it does occur, was not the case at all. Um, in fact, the opposite was kind of relayed by Jesse, uh, to to Robert in that sequence inside the house. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole dynamic that they build from that mo up until that moment is, I think, is brilliant. Um, and also to the other little bits of side characters like Sam Rockwell's character, yeah, he's he's a pretty good foil to Jesse and to to Robert. Um, and the little bit of uh kind of inter inner term inner turmoil between the gang or yeah with the gang. Uh, it's pretty compelling as well. So, and also the ending was brilliant. That's yeah, that's easily the best part of the entire film. I will yeah. agree. Yeah, and um, you know, I I really, really, you know, I I will scream it from the high heavens. I think Sam Rockwell is incredibly underrated as an actor in general. Um, yeah, I thought he was brilliant as Charlie. You know, his face changes every second you know you could see him oh i'm i'm just playing dumb i got nothing in my head to being like i am terrified that this man is about to shoot me in yeah. a matter of seconds and i i absolutely love his performance i think he is excellent um now what what i was expecting and maybe i just went the wrong way with this but i was expecting at least some kind of discussion about cowardice you know, is is Ford actually a coward or any statement? Is that is that actually the case? And from from it, it I feel like the film muddies it a lot, like a lot, a lot. For example, um, the big the big, I guess, you know. Hoopla is because Jesse takes off his guns and then turns his back. And Ford shoots him. So that's that's sort of what the uh, 
issue is. That's that's where I guess the cowardice comes from. But when Woodhite comes in and is barren down and is about to shoot Dick, he's got his back turned. I mean, maybe it's more self-defense because he's got his gun out, but Ford shoots him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. That's that's cowardice, I would say. Uh, and then you've got Jesse James himself, who is not depicted as brave or valiant. He's just the outlaw that everyone looks up to. Uh, his beating of the what the train conductor or the yeah. postman on the train. The the man's defenseless. Mm-hmm. What what what's he gonna do? Oh, good. He beat up a defenseless man with a gun and a posse behind him. Fair enough. That that could be seen as cowardice. Yeah. And then his shooting of what is it, Ed Miller? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just I'll I'll get behind him and shoot him from behind. Just the same as Robert did. So well, I think Jesse's not think, seen as coward. Yeah, I mean I think the title maybe maybe a bit misleading for those coming into it. Because you might be expecting to for Jesse to be portrayed as this hero or whatever, but he clearly isn't. And I think that's kind of like a myth, mythology, myth, like an American myth. Because Jesse James is a very famous outlaw of the Wild West period. Um, and this film kind of like breaks that apart, breaks it down. And it showcases how, you know, how fragile of an ego that he has. And like this kind of toxic masculinity uh, aspect to the film between all the gang members and how they portray that um, and his acts of cowardice. So I think the film plays with that theme um, with that. And then it talks about or makes a statement about cowardice through that uh, discussion, I think. By depicting Robert as maybe not a not a coward and Jesse as more of one. Well, no, I think what I think what Robert does, especially at the end when he does kill Jesse, is an act of cowardice. Because Jesse pretty clearly and bluntly showcases, like, I'm not going to kill you to yeah. to Robert. And he kills him anyway, mm-hmm. you know, because he's still scared of Jesse. But it's like the when you see the film, uh, you see the trust that Jesse builds in or builds with uh, Ford. Yeah. You know, as a viewer, like, there's no there's no reason to be scared anymore. Um, but, I get that. I get that. But and, I think, yeah, I think the film. Oh, were you gonna say? No, carry on. Yeah, I think the film, the most brilliant aspect of it is breaking down these like that mythological figure that he was or that he is, uh, Jesse James specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but also showcasing too, like the the hypocrisy of. American culture when it comes to things like these or things like this, where we mythologize uh, characters um, from these periods who are like, oh, these are valiant men, uh, but they're still, you know, committing crimes and whatnot. I know he's been described as sort of like a Robin Hood esque figure. Um, I mean, we don't see that, but from what I've read, he didn't really steal from like regular citizens, but even in the train scene, his brother, he was stealing from like the passengers on the train. Yeah. So I wouldn't even say like, that's even at least in the film. That's, that's also breaking down that, that myth. If it is a myth, I don't know. And then there's the ending, the, the pieces of Jesse James at his death is venerated is visited is yeah yeah holy crap Mm -hmm. this guy was real and we can we can walk where he lived whereas the person who took him down is shunted put off to the side no one's spending money on him no one no one likes him no one cares no one likes him oh yeah that's true people hate him definitely people hated him so much they killed him yeah yeah, but and and what what I what I think that I mean I I I think the pacing 
is off. I think the continuity is off. Um, and I, I think that Dominic tried to put the book on screen. So I think that a lot of the early, early film, some of the best parts are the descriptions um, by that used by the narrator that I'm going to assume, because I don't know for sure, but I'm going to assume that they were lifted from the from the book, or at least probably stage directions or character directions or something. Yeah. Here's how you should move, and we're just going to you know dub this over. So I I, I feel as though the best creator of dynamic of character was the narrator, not Jesse or Robert or Charlie or Wood or Dick or any of them. I I I, I felt as though he was way way too reliant on the narration to tell the story and it's like I, telling not showing yes exactly yeah, it's telling not exactly. showing exactly yeah and you i mean i know that's like a i know that <clears throat> excuse me yeah illness <laughs> <laughs> there's while there's silence uh yeah it's completely possible to show and not tell this film I think. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Well, I was about to. I was gonna say before I started coughing, that uh, I know it's like a filmmaking rule, rule that rule with quotations that it's best to show and not tell. Um, but I I don't necessarily agree with that rule because I think narration can be a powerful tool to push characterization or um the plot or a story or whatever and it could be used in a very uh very good way i think this film because it's not like it's not beating you down on top of the head with the narration it pops up here and there somewhat infrequently like at the end at the beginning sort of in the middle Several points throughout the middle i mean it it, it feels like okay a uh, conversation is finished cut to a wheat field hard cut into the same piano music that you've been hearing narration mm. it feels like it's chapters in a book not like it's one oh i see what story. you mean it and it's it's not even that it's like you know hinted oh we're gonna slowly okay the last line was said we're gonna bring the strings in ever so slowly and then we're going to like transition out oh we'll take the camera out through the window to the wheat field and there we'll start the narration because it's oh time is moving forward their relationship is growing no it feels to me end of conversation that doesn't oh, always no. happen though it doesn't always happen but it happened enough for me to notice at least twice maybe three times throughout the okay. middle of the film okay where it's just, and now we're going to recite what happened. Robert Ford walked mischievously. Yeah, I didn't feel that way at all. I I mean, I don't know. I, like, you know, later on, I, I, I would be happy to uh, <laughs> present my, how I would shoot this film. Okay. Uh, um, you know, if I were directing. Fair you enough. know, because the, the big thing that I was, because I was wondering for you, I know you tend to like a lot of things that hold the mirror up to society or like, okay, what is this? Like, what is this grand message? How is it being said? How is, how is this theme relevant to us now? Or yeah. how is this theme relevant at all? Yeah. And I didn't see any of that throughout the, throughout the movie, except for that ending. So, which which is arguably the only part that matters. Um. So, like, I I guess what what I'm interested in is what what during the first two hours and twenty minutes of the movie kept you thinking, kept you going. Wow, I need more. I need more. Um, I don't know. I was just so enthralled by 
the characters and what they were doing, what they were talking about. I just cared about them. I guess. Gotcha. I, I, I mean, I, I was, I don't know. I was just hooked by the, the drama between them. You get it? Yeah. I guess it clicked with me, you know, and, yeah. it, and it didn't with you, I guess. No, I, I, I guess, I guess not. I mean, and that that's it's again up to interpretation. This is one of those those fun episodes where we get to d- disagree, and we get to say, <laughs> "Oh, that shot was fantastic," and I'm like, "Actually, because like, <laughs> what about okay? Did you like the sequence after the after Robert killed um Jeremy Renner's character, and they were in the the kitchen or dining room, and Jesse shows up." After he killed Ed. Because uh, at this point, you're like, okay, Jesse's like just getting rid of people that he doesn't trust and just like killing folks. Uh, and he shows up to who is it? It's Robert Ford's cousin's house? Yes. In Missouri? Yeah. The, little, the little boy, the Jim Cummins, I think his name is. Uh no, no. He's looking the one where he beats up the little boy. No, 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 no. Oh, the okay. the house, the house that's owned by the woman, and she has she has family members in the gang, like cousins or siblings or whatever. I'm not <laughs> sure, though. I feel worse about not. Okay, rem- do you, okay. Do you remember the diner scene or the dinner scene? Where Jesse shows up. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, but Robert's in there. That's his, um, that's his, the uncle's house. The one where, um, Dick Little is hitting on. No, 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 no. Different scene. No? Different scene. This, okay. There are this, like, so, this, they eat dinner a lot in this movie. There's, okay. It happens at, in like the middle, like directly in the middle of the film. You have, you have Sam Rockwell's character there. Yeah, Robert there, Jesse's there, Sam and Robert's like cousin or whatever. The Boltons? Does that sound familiar? It happens in like hour 14, 15 of the film. <laughs> you don't even remember this? No. It's what? after Robert kills Jeremy Renner's character. Yeah. Yes, it happens oh, the one where he denies after. having seen Dick recently. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, and and Sam is like, okay, okay, so Jesse shows up and Robert's thinking, "Oh, he's going to kill one of us and or my brother or whatever." And um he doesn't. He shows up just so he could like have dinner or whatever and ride with Sam Rock, what's his name? What's Sam Rockwell's character name? Charlie. Charlie. Ride with Charlie to go to I don't know where. Uh, I forgot. But and then I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so tense. Yeah. And Robert Robert says, like, oh, Dick went to so and so, like off the rip immediately. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Don't say that. He didn't even yeah. ask. He didn't even ask. Right. The one where he's mocking him for like being like the one with he where he talk he's talking about all the commonalities between him. Yes, and... yes, 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 yes. That's, that was a it was a great scene. Okay, okay. It was dramatic. I, it was tense. I was I was I was gonna ask you if you liked yeah. it. It was yeah. it was good. That was Yeah, that I was, loved it. It, it. It keeps you involved. You're right. You're exactly right. Because I, I I mean I had the same reaction. I was like, dude, come on. You're selling yourself out here. Yeah. And Jesse just kind of blew it off. And I think maybe I think a reason why he does that is because Robert has such uh has such like a pristine image of him. You know? Like Robert has a pristine image of Jesse and Jesse yeah. sees that and is like, oh, okay, I could I could uh use this guy or whatever. Like he's innocent and therefore disposable or moldable yeah yeah this guy, yeah, wouldn't, yeah this guy wouldn't turn his back on me no matter what no exactly no exactly okay um 
Yeah. No, I, 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 I like that. I like that reading. Yeah, so it's like, and then, because from then on out, Charlie and Jesse ride off to Jesse's house, wherever the, that is. I don't know what part of the States it is. Um, before they go, they, what do they do? They just kind of are riding around. Yeah. Um, it's like wintertime. And then Robert shows up a little later because he's, he's working at a grocery store. Yes. Some time has passed. He didn't, you know, he's just kind of chilling back at where he's that town at where he's from. And then Jesse picks him up. They go back. And this is when, you know, the whole build up for his assassination begins. Because at this point, well, Robert confesses to the police with little. Yeah. yeah. Um, his name is one of the funniest things in this entire film. Dick Little, right? Two yeah, D's. Dick Little. Two D's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L I D D E. No, wait. Who's Jeremy Renner's characters though? A wood height. Yeah, yeah. He gets shot. That's yeah. the guy that gets shot. Yeah. So Little and uh, Robert, they go confess to the police. Yeah. Um. Jesse has no idea, obviously, but it. But Robert's like scared now, because he's. Confess this uh, murder. I think he confesses like murders or some sh- some stuff like that. I think they he probably confesses being in the gang or at least being associated with, um, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. But what I what I got from that was you know, little is more wanted. Little's actually been a part of the gang. Little is you know guilty of these crimes. Yeah can be tagged as, as an associate to a lot of this with Ford, uh, with Bob Ford specifically, because there's two of them. Um, yeah. uh, he's um, innocent. He's young. He's never been a part of this. He, I mean, he could he have been on the train for one robbery. Sure. But yeah. they're, they're not going to get him for that. And they're not going to take him in for that. It's just kind of accomplishing. Hey, we hear you're thinking about wanting to do this or you have some way in. And then he's just like, oh, okay, you know, what if I just kill Jesse James for you? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so Jesse picks him up. They go to Jesse's house again, wherever in the United States. I don't know. Missouri. Probably. For, I, I forget for what reason, just to like chill there, I guess. Kind of. Oh, no, I think they're like building a plan to rob someplace. Yeah, they're going to rob a bank. Yeah. To rob a bank? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's like a couple scenes. There's a couple scenes that I think are pretty important or uh, for like Jesse and Robert, their, their relationship. So I don't know if you remember, but they were sleeping in the same room together. Yep. And Jesse had his gun, had his gun in his hand. While yep. laying down, Robert slowly gets up and <laughs> Jesse cocks the weapon. <laughs> He's like ready to fire. I mean, you got the scene before. It was like, hey, you know, you two cannot leave me. You can, yeah, without, yeah. you have to ask for permission if you want to go anywhere. Right, right. Because, like, the line, like, right after he cocks the weapon is, um, where are you going? Or right? I have to. I had to go to the privy. No, you don't. You just think you do. Oh, like, that's um, right. That's right. <laughs> and, and and Robert's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I will. No, totally. A hundred percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> so <laughs> just, he doesn't have his trust fully yet. Well, yeah. No, he, of course not. He's so much. James is so much more specific uh, or sus- specific. Suspicious. Suspicious. Jesus. <laughs> yeah you'd think i was out of it today no um (laughs) he's so much more suspicious at that point he you know i i love that you know that 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 switch that flip yeah in him but like I, I think that with that suspicion, with that flip, especially with the, 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 the discovery of the news article, 
of you know the the arrest and confession of little as soon as they're as soon as the fords are not at the house with uh james's family he is going to kill both of them i i 100% believe that and you think i'm so? a bit, i do i 1 million percent think so Because I got in it. that, I think that he can read, oh, Robert Ford lied to me, to my face. He, he He's no longer trustworthy. What else could he be hiding? Oh, wait, the, uh, this happened with the governor of Missouri. He could, I think he could glean at least a little bit, especially with the level of suspicion that he is under for the last half of the film. I think 100% the next chance he gets, he would kill both of them. Mm. Okay. And I, I think... mean, I guess you can see his behavior after he reads the article because he gives Robert a gun. And then obviously the scene where he dies or he gets killed, he lets, he takes his, his uh, belt off. Yeah. And I, and I think that, I think that he, re I think if he weren't at home, When he discovers the article, he lives. But because he's home, he's got his spheres, his uh, this is my outlaw section. This is my family section. I'm not going to do any crimes yeah. in front of my family or in my family home. I mean, they literally call him a different name. Yes. Yeah. Thomas, whatever. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly right. And that's why I, I think that, you know, he's just kind of giving up like, well, I'm here. One of us is going to kill the other. It's time. Huh. I mean, he, I think he fully understands that he is about to die when he goes to dust the picture. And I think he full, uh, he also fully understands that Robert is going to be the one to do it. Because there's that one little shot where you can see his face in the reflection with the gun out. But he knows he's going to die as soon as he takes his guns off. He's just ready to go. Yeah. You, that's so that, interesting. That's like, he's... I could definitely see that. But why... I don't know. Why go out like that, you know? Well... And why not try to kill them before they kill him? You know what I mean? I get it. But I th I think it's part of it is the principle of I'm in my family's house. My This is my family time. No, but even if I'm they fine. left. No, but like. I don't think he would successfully could... get them to leave either. Because they know the jig is up. I think if he goes to bed that night, they, they dash out the window and can't be seen again mm. they try to escape no didn't they go to bed not after he reads the article no he reads the article sworn. on the day oh no he re he reads the article on the day and that's sort of like the 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 driving point you know even with um bob hiding the the front page underneath the pillow In the, in the in the living room to try and buy him some time because he's like as soon as the, as soon as jesse reads this article we're screwed yep so I, i i think that he's trying to you know buy time so that he can escape because i don't think he realizes if jesse will kill him there or not mm -hmm. but there's that fear yeah And it's you could feel it in both of their eyes, Charlie and Bob. Yep. Their eyes. Oh, no, it's yeah, very clear as day. But oh god. Sam Char Charlie. Ooh. I love it. I love it so much. His his character is so good. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. especially like even the change over the last after the death of jesse james like his portrayal on stage you know gorgeous yeah it's very Absolutely. good i mean i feel like that didn't need narration over it um 
his as slowly his portrayal changed into something that Jesse might have written instead. You know, he he fall he falls into this more sinister. I I will kill you with a look. Mm. It's mm-hmm. great, like mm-hmm. absolutely stunning acting there. Plus his uh, suicide, his letters to Z that he doesn't send. That's um the wife of James, who has a different name because he was not called Jesse James when he was living with her. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember what it was. Oh, Zerelda James. Well, eh, maybe it is the last name. Who knows? No, she calls him J- Jesse when he's dead. That's true. That's true. That's true. But he went under what? Thomas something? Yeah, yeah. Thomas something. Tom. Nice. How sweet. I think you may be right. I think he just like accepts his death. Yeah, I mean, I think I I feel like he's a, he's smart. Like one of one of the cardinal rules of you know acting is that make your character smart. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's no use. Jesse James, the outlaw, who's been in business for fourteen years, and Robin trains left and right, never been caught, is now in a room with two of his allies, with the law enforcement closing in, and he's like, oh, "I'll take my guns off. I trust these fellows completely." And then, oh, I'm going to go up and dust this picture of a stupid horse <laughs> with my back to these gentlemen, and everything is going to be peachy fine. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go dust my window. So Dramatically turns back. Now, what were you going to? Wow. No, I was just watching that scene back. Yeah. The assassination sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie raised his gun too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They both knew that they were going to get killed first. Yep. If, if if Jesse had the chance. But Robert beats him to the punch. I think Jesse lets him. I think Jesse knows that like he may only care about his legacy. He's kind of selfish in that way because you know he has a family. Um, yeah, because he he probably knows that like I'm well beloved. A lot of people know who I am. Robert, you know he's nothing. Yeah, because the the ending accentuates that fact pretty heavily. Yes, um, with the narration and all that, and the fact yeah. that he's hated by millions for killing jesse um because like what does he get i guess the the thing that he gets out of it is safety i I guess the 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 um the security that he's not going to be killed by jesse yeah but i mean there are a lot of other people in the world yeah and he gets murked at the end. He he absolutely does. By Jesse James mega fans. Yeah. Mega fans of Jesse. And and they, they make a point to say that this guy's also seeking glory. Yeah, yeah, he is. I he's trying him. to I he's trying to emulate Jesse in a way, but he can't. It's okay. impossible. Yeah. You know, because it's like you chase your idols or whatever. You try to become like them. You can't you can't ever it's nearly impossible to overtake uh overtake their you know popularity or whatever their importance yeah um exactly their influence right and uh you know he i think he's like yeah cuz when he runs off to tell the governor that he killed Jesse He's very happy. He's like, "Wow, I'm, I'm, I did it. I'm a hero. I'm, a, I'm the guy." And turns out he was not the guy. No one liked it. No one liked that he killed Jesse. Right. Yeah. 
especially even as the, the running of the play goes down. Oh, you killed the outlaw Jesse James. Oh, you did it with his guns off and his back to you? You're, you're a yeah, coward. Exactly. You're weak. You're lame. Yeah. Because it doesn't encapsulate all of the um emotion, all the fear, all the suspicion. He's just killing jesse james yeah and i think jesse knew how to sh- to plan how how he planned that out taking the guns off and turning his back to robert it gets pretty clear yeah the message that jesse was sending right um it's like yeah if you kill me uh, look look how it looks like you but know I- just think for a second like what this looks like i don't think he's ever worried about his legacy because he never talks about, you know, uh, this is going to happen after I die. He's never like, That's this true. Is what I've built. It, it it doesn't feel to me that he's like planning this to lo- be looked upon with veneration. It it feels like a tactical move. Like, uh, yeah, I could. Yeah, that's true. If anything else. And and the the I think the the legacy stuff, all the all the benefits, all the unhappy people who really, really hate Robert are just a, a a happy coincidence, a lucky break for Jesse because nothing really matters to him because, you know, he's dead. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's it's not like he's, he's left his family up to, set his family up to fail. It's not like he's, um, you know, in deep debt that his family now has to carry on, or it's not like he's, um, you know, got 8 million bounty hunters getting ready to kill him. And instead they're just going to kill his family because who's going to stop him? It's just, you know, it's just business. Yep. And what does the first thing that Robert and Charlie do after killing them? They profit off his death. Yes. That's horrible. You should never do that. Never profit off anyone's death. Especially when you're the person that killed him. That's like crazy to me. They were like, yeah, we killed this guy and we're going to play ourselves killing him again. Reenact it. Yeah, but to, this is to a, li- a live audience. It's like, what? Yeah, but this is in the era where the posters are wanted dead or alive. Ten thousand dollars. I mean, yes. Just drag him to the sheriff or something. I mean, that's true. I mean, bounties still exist to this day, I'm pretty sure. They do, in different capacity, but they, they absolutely do. hmm Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's like the cherry on top of everything that happened. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, do you, look at, do you look at what Robert did? Is he a coward? You know what I mean? I mean, with the thought of like, okay, I'm probably gonna die if I don't kill him, regardless of how he killed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, what do you think? I, I I do not. I do not think that he's a coward. I think that doing what you feel is right in that moment—that's the most important thing. And to other people, it may not look that way. Um, to the audience watching him do reenact it on stage, it does not look that way. But he did what he felt was right in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is more important than anything else. Um, that That's sort of where, I, where I'm sitting with this, that he's not a coward because I do firmly believe that Jesse James would have killed Robert Ford had they left the house at any point. Mm. Okay. What about you? Is I mean, Robert Ford a coward? I, in a way, yes, I think. Cause I don't know, just that gesture of Jesse laying his guns down. Mm-hmm. Telling no. him, like, look, man, I'm not going to kill you. I think, I don't know if that was just, like, a tactical play by Jesse to sh- to get the psychological advantage or whatever mm-hmm. uh, on Robert. 
yeah. think it was more of a grand gesture of like, look, I don't, I don't want to kill you. I genuinely think that Jesse was telling him that I don't want to kill you, like that I trust you. Mm-hmm. That's how I read it. I, cause like I don't know in the article, I don't, cause he reads a bit of it. Yeah, I don't think in any part of the article it indicates that Robert was involved. Well, they have that little bit where it's like, oh, this happened three weeks ago. Oh, you must have been right in the neighborhood. And Robert just books it out of the room. And there's that little bit of narration where, where it's like, oh, he would he would smile just to um try and trick me or and try and get him to let let my guard down to feel like I was trusted. Because I feel like in laying the guns down, you're right. He is saying, I'm not going to kill you. But I think he's also adding the word now. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I don't know, though. I just, I don't think Jesse was going to kill him. Because at that point, you know, Charlie and uh, Robert are the only people that he can trust. True. So, because where's everybody else? They're either dead or they snitched. Or they're just gone. They just left. Because yeah. his brother, his brother yeah. doesn't show up at all. He's there in the first like 20 minutes of the film and then dips. Yep. Who knows where he goes? I don't know where he goes. We never see him again. Yeah. Like his own flesh and blood. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, they I were talking about retiring. He's just, whoops, I'm done. Good night. Yeah, I know that I know that he doesn't live with together. I know they don't live together, but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone's either left, betrayed him, or they they were killed. Or he killed them. Um, that sort of thing. But yeah. I I do think he was somewhat of a coward to, to kill him like that. If if anything, they should have done a standoff. Fair enough. A little duel. I respect that. I mean a I duel. I, yeah. yeah, a little duel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it totally fits the time period. It, uh, you think it would be a little bit more exciting, less dramatic. Well, that's not how it happened in real life, though. So no, exactly, it's not how it happened, which is crazy. That's isn't that crazy to think about? Like this actually happened. You shot him in the back. Oof. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. And he laid it. He laid his guns down in front of his eyes, mm. and he's still like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you now." Well, I got the jump on you. And he gave him a gun too. On top yeah. of that, there's that that added he element. He gave him the gun that he shot him with. Yeah, that's that's a really really good piece story element right there. I love it. Like that that's like, really I, cool. I genuinely think he trusts. I think he trusted him. Like why gift him a gun if he if he feels like his life is in danger? Jesse, Jesse's life. Yeah, I. I think it's a welcome to the gang party. I think it's that. Because I think it's a similar gun to the one that he has. A, Robert's been idolizing Jesse for the longest time. Oh, you've got a gun. Now you're just like me. B, Charlie's got a gun that matches. Or similarly, like I think the handle is different, but they've got the same style gun. So I, I, I think it's more of an initiation type thing uh-huh. than anything. Because I... I I don't think that Jesse is at that point so afraid that Robert and and Charlie are going to kill him but I do think he's he's still incredibly suspicious and he's like okay you get a gun you are now part of the gang you're on my side use this how I say cuz we're going to rob a bank Yeah and you know I I I feel like that's a, just a little bit more like validation of of okay. Robert's growth, their friendship, their relationship, which right. you know, yeah, is yeah. just another part that you absolutely love, right? Yeah. Sorry. No, no apologies. Yeah. <laughs> I hate coughing so much. I hate coughing so much. Okay. Oh. It's it's the, one of the worst things you can do. It really Cough. is. Yep. Cough. Well, I mean, hey, 
I think this film's brilliant. I know you don't see it that way. Okay. <laughs> I, was I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to like go ham on it, but you kind of didn't. No, I mean, I, I, I do think that there's a lot of good things in it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I can't knock it. I just don't think it does anything special. Aside from the last moment, I don't think it. It. I don't think it's hit me with anything. Yeah. Grander. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it clicked with me. I thought it was. I again, I thought it was great. <laughs> I loved all the characters. Um, it looked insanely beautiful to look at. Um. And yeah, I mean, the performances were great. I think the directing was pretty good too. Again, playing with like the dynamics and the relationships and stuff like that. And tying in the narrator, I do think that was a good choice. I know you felt like it happened too much, but I, I personally disagree. Mm-hmm. Um but overall I, I do think it's an incredible, incredibly well made film. Um yeah. and and one that says something important about American culture. The idolization of of criminals and whatnot. Um and just yeah. like American mythology mm-hmm. and the egos of those men uh right. in those gangs and you know the things that they did, which we don't really see much of, like when it comes to robberies and stuff. You know, yeah. it's not like action packed. It's a very slow film. Yeah. It's more it's definitely a drama. Oh yeah. Obviously, more it's more of a drama than a action film, western or crime. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like any westerns that more heavily lean into like the crime aspect of like robbing banks and stuff. I can't really think of any off the top of my head at the moment, but they're probably out. They're definitely out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if if you've seen. There will be blood or no country for old men. Watch this because I think it's just as good as those. And I know those films are praised to the high heavens. I mean, I praise them to the high heavens, especially there will be blood because that's one of the greatest films of the 21st century and of all time. Hashtag PTA directed by my man PTA. That's right. And has a performance. One of the greatest performances in cinematic history. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. We'll have to cover that film at a later I'm date. not. I'm nodding along. I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have not seen either. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. What are you yeah. doing? I mean, don't worry. If we if we do this long enough, I know for a fact that we're going to No, yeah, we'll cover all, those films. Paul Thomas Anderson. But What's like, that? I, I, I felt like we're going to cover all of Paul Thomas Anderson. Probably, eventually. yes. Yeah, Since I'm such there. a big fanboy. And Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, we'll get there. We haven't done Kubrick yet. Yeah. We'll get there. It'll be soon. Yeah, we'll get there. If I may. Yes, go ahead. I'm I'm going to I'm going to um absolutely leave Andrew Dominic shaking in his boots while I I describe to you my vision of how to frame this and how I how I would do it. All right. So I'm so ready for this. You have no idea. I was like, okay, what's the point? What's the point? And then the I saw the play. I was like, bingo, bingo. Okay, so the 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 film opens and we see the marquee or a sign or a program or something, and we it says it's the assassination of Jesse James by Robert and Charlie Ford. You know, we we get this sense that okay, it's dramatized. It is a it is you know, um, presented up on stage, and they do the reenaction. And they they do it with the, you know, the mime and the corny, oh my, that picture looks so nasty. And and he, you know, does his little goofy walk, grabs his little duster, no no, um, sinister look or anything like that. Um, And he goes up and they, he's about to, you know, do the fake shot. 
And then someone from the audience yells out coward. And he says, no, I'm not a coward. Because I feel like that's the driving question in the film. Is Robert Ford a coward? I mean, it's asked in the, it's posed in the title of the film that Robert Ford is a coward. Is Robert Ford a coward? I feel like that's the biggest question up to offer in this in this so we then go to we 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 kind of go back to robert's introduction uh we we juxtapose a little bit more of their relationship and less so less of that you know less of the wood height and dick and sleeping with you know his step his young stepmom and oh i'm going to kill you if you do that you know all that side plot just with the 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 keeping the sentiment that robert is now lying to james and is trying to get close to him and be like him and we we, we can keep that whole that whole discussion of um are you trying to be like jesse james or be jesse james you know filing in that you know that fanboying that um you know, mania the that that follows um Jesse. So we then cut but we can come back to the um you know as as Jesse's relationship with Robert Sowers, we come back to the reenactment with Charlie playing Jesse and we, we see the more sinister version. We see we see him starting to sour and starting to be more angry. And and um it's it's building up to a point where you know we we see this we see a little bit more of why uh, uh, Robert did it and we can hear the the audience scream out coward again but we 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 start to understand a little bit more of I mean I might be taking the I think I'm taking the perspective here of that Robert Ford is not a coward what uh and 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 tilting the the order of shots in order to fully you know, um, portray that narrative. Uh, but, um, you know, we see that sour. We see a little bit more. Okay, he's afraid. Jesse's killing his um, advisors left and right. You know, um, he's killed Ed Miller. He beat up the little boy looking for Jim Cummins. Um, he's, he's, he's going, he's on the warpath and he's paranoid. And we get the induction we get the gun we get all of that and then we see the actual assassination of jesse james we're not building i don't i i, I guess i didn't like building to it because i mean it was nice to see how their relationship progressed and how they they bonded but it again felt power of the doggy to me with benedict cumberbatch and cody smith mcphee's character in that they didn't, yeah, you could technically say they bonded, but like, yeah, it was it. It's you know it would it would have to turn into another commentary on masculinity, and 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 male friendship and things like that to to convey that thought. I think mm. okay, and, and you know. We, we, we see the assassination. We've now seen everything leading up to it. We get the feeling that either Jesse kills them or they kill Jesse. And then and then we're able to move past it. And we can see the then the veneration. You know, maybe people are booing the show. Maybe mm. people are, are, are walking out early. They're throwing tomatoes. I mean, that fight, that fight scene can happen yeah. where he jumps into the audience to address yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know the 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 troubadour in the saloon, I love that I love that little sentence I just said right there. Troubadour, troubadour in the saloon singing about Jesse, you know. Yep. You keep all that because he's venerated just because of Robert's depiction of how everything went down. And you well, say, I well I don't think. I think Jesse is just praised and like well loved because he's Jesse James, not because of how he went out. Yeah, but you know, is Robert Ford considered a coward if he doesn't try to profit off of the death of Jesse James? I say no. 
Well, I wouldn't say it's a cowardice move to do that. It's just well, no. I I think it's because he doesn't do the play. If he doesn't do the play, to say, oh, this is how it happened. No one sees that he shot him in the back with his guns off. No, it would be it would be published though. I'm pretty sure. Who is witness? Robert. Oh, that's a good point. That's Robert a good point. Charlie. That's a good point. And Jesse can't say a thing because I'm gonna reiterate. No, well, yeah. well, he's he's <laughs> safe from he's safe from the police because he was uh he wrote a letter to the governor because Jesse was a wanted man. So he he didn't have to worry about getting going to jail or getting hung or whatever. Exactly. So and it, it had to. Be I, he probably would have told how it happened. He, yeah, he would have told somebody. Because if he was, if he made a play about it, he obviously if that if he didn't decide to make a play about it, he was gonna tell people about it. Right. Because he's like, oh my god, I'm the man who killed Jesse James. Look at me, I'm the guy. And you I know? think that yeah, and that can be fueled with the conversation. Do you want to be like Jesse or be Jesse? With the idolization from a child, you know, oh my God, this guy is an all star. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that the version that Dominic puts out to the screen succeeds in that. Mm. I I I think it's. I you know. I, I looked at what was um how what 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 people were saying how how this was you know talked about with awards and things like that and how how well it was you know received and the only people who got recognition were I think it was Deacons and Affleck. Oh, okay. Mostly. Um. And frankly. Good. Good. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think the acting, acting is the strong point of this film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it lacks in theme, message, point. It power of the dogged me. I reference it so many times. I reference it so many times. Yeah, you do. I still have to watch too. it. You know, I, I, I'll sit through it again. You know, I'll see if I can find something different out of it. You know, maybe watch uh, the piano or something, something different from Jane Campion. Ooh, yep. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I know pianos like considered her masterpiece or whatever. That was her first best director win. Of course, mm. Power of the Dog was her second. So I don't know how the, how that'll, you know, sit with me. Hmm. <laughs> 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 But you know this is this is coming to you on Wednesday, March something, twenty sixth. Today is the twenty sixth. Yeah, <laughs> the twenty ninth. Oh, when this when this releases, drops. yeah, when this releases. Oh, like April, I think. Yeah. Wait, right? No, March, March twenty first, twenty ninth. Yeah, I don't know. But dude. I don't know days. Coming up next on the Cinematic Odyssey. <laughs> Tristan, why don't you tell the people what's coming up next? <laughs> um, we're gonna be watching one of the greatest films of all time. Yes, by one of the most creative geniuses in the art form. Um, he goes by the name of Igmar Bergman. Um, he is a Swedish filmmaker who is considered to be one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. He's made over forty films, I think, in his career. We're going to be covering one of his masterpieces, one of his many masterpieces, that being Wild Strawberries or Fanny and Alexander. We haven't decided yet. We're going to narrow it. I've seen Fanny and Alexander. And that one's brilliant. Isn't that, one also made... yeah. what? Isn't that one of your favorite Christmas movies? That is. Yeah, exactly. There In fact, it is my favorite Christmas movie. Happy spring, everybody. That's right. Or uh, Seventh Seal. Or Persona, that's a trip. Um, but either way, Igmar Bergman, guy's a legend. Uh, we're gonna be coming one of his films next week. Um, Max was losing his mind there for a second. Uh, 
but yeah. No, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Um, Hopefully, you'll like it. Hey. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like this. No, well, I mean, kidding. I had stuff to say at least. No, I know. It was I'm, my I'm licorice messing. pizza episode. I'm messing, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this one I don't take as personally because I watched it for the first time just recently. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But I, yeah. My licorice pizza slander is absolutely valid. Uh, no, it's not. You're tripping. <laughs> well, anyways. Um, that is it for us here at the Cinematic Odyssey. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, big shout out to everybody who listens again. As always, much appreciated. Much love to all you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford forever. <laughs> <laughs>